This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Radio. This is Deep South Dining. It's the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. As the temperature drops and we want to start the day with a warm breakfast meal, how about grits? What exactly are grits made from? Do they have any nutritional value? Do you prefer yours with sugar or salt? Share your comments and experiences with us this morning. Give us a call. The number is 1-877-MPB-RING. It's one 672 or send an email to food at mpbonline.org. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. It's the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. As the temperatures drop, we want to start the day with a warm breakfast meal. So how about grits? What exactly are grits made from? Do they have any nutritional value? And do you prefer yours with salt or sugar? Let us know by sharing your comments and experiences this morning. Give us a phone call. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring Our number is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 672 7464 Or you can send an email. It's food at mpbonline.org. <clears throat> So good morning, Deborah. Hope that you're doing well this morning. Good morning, Kevin. I am doing absolutely fantastic. Um, I had an amazing Sunday. My parents celebrated uh, 24 years of pastoring their church. Very nice. And it was really nice to see so many people come out and show them so much love and support. And um, then, of course, my got to spend some time with my granddaughter. So that's always a shining point in my life. And so, yeah, I've had an amazing weekend. So grits, a a southern favorite on the menu this morning on Deep South Dining. So if you'd like to join in our conversation, give us a call. The number is 1-877-MPB-RING. It's 1-877-672-7464. You can send an email to food at mpbonline.org. Now, admittedly, I'm a latecomer to grits. I did not grow up in the South. Well, uh, Well, I did, but my parents were not from the South, so grits was never really served in our house, um, and I have later in life come to enjoy it. And so the question, uh, sugar or salt, I would answer with cheese. Is, is that not as <laughs> I mean, you know, Kevin, cheese on everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> but believe it or not, there are people that really like um, sugar on their grits, and especially, you know, if you travel to the Delta, it's not uncommon to find that, you know, as part of a staple there. Uh, you know, the closer you get to this area, people tend to use more salt and butter, you know, for their grits. But I'm like you. Can we just put some cheese in it, Kevin? <laughs> also, though, I guess it might depend on, you know, like a shrimp and grits kind of thing maybe would be more salt. But then if you used it more as a breakfast thing, maybe maybe a sweeter taste would be what people are after. Well, I've actually had the, the sweeter grits, uh, Kevin. They're not bad. Uh, but for me personally, I want a little butter, you know, a little salt and pepper, um, you know, toast up some crispy bacon, maybe a little toast, poach an egg, you know, and, and have grits that way. Uh, and of course, shrimp and grits is one of my all time favorites. So uh, and then this morning um, I was experimenting a little bit. And so we got to come up with a name for it, Kevin. But I actually fried some grits this morning and they in these beautiful little uh, cakes uh, that had sausage and green onions and shrimp in them. Maybe we should call them sh- shrimp and grits on the go. There we go. Uh, there we go. <laughs> uh, we'll talk more about what you brought in this morning, but we've got an early caller on the line. So let's invite uh, Billy from Jackson into the conversation. Hey, Billy. Good morning. Good morning, and thanks for being at Public Broadcasting. Happy birthday to Ronnie Agnew. <laughs> Let me make this suggestion. Uh, with all due respect, I think grits 
is an it, not an R. Grits are. Oh, grits is? Grits grits is good. Okay. Grits are good. That's just a personal opinion. Anyway, thank you for having a great program. We had visitors from the north many years ago visit with us south of here, and I watched them pour cream and sugar on grits, and my mother (laughs) said, it certainly is an interesting way to eat grits. (laughs) Anyway, you have a great program, and have a great day. All right. Thank you for being there, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Thank you so much, Billy. You have a wonderful day as well. So I guess it's the question of whether it's a, um, what do you call that, A, a, um, a plural noun. So is it grits is or grits are? Honey, I'm from Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> and can you eat a grit? I mean, is there such a thing as a grit or is the dish called? That's it, interesting. It is not a grit. And in terms of a singular item, it's grits because there are these wonderful little fine grains of corn that have been, you know, grounded down and cooked in uh, water or some kind of cream or milk. And so it's called grits with an S for most for the most part. And of course, if you're a girl, we all know what that means. If you're from the South, GRIT stands for Girls Raised in the South. Hello. <laughs> I've seen the T-shirt. <laughs> I've got one, Kevin. <laughs> uh, let's uh, go on. Uh, we've got uh, Joey from Tremont, a frank, frequent caller to the show. Good to hear from you, Joey. Hey, good morning, Joey. Good morning, y'all. How you doing? Wonderful. How are you doing? Well, never better. What do you have for us? <clears throat> well, I have a, a little hand I use. Making meatloaf or something similar, use grits for thickening agent instead of oats. Uh-huh. Wow. And it'll make it fluff up a little more better. All right. So now, Joy. For a double comparative. Are, <laughs> <laughs> are these grits uh, cooked or are you adding the grains in themselves? I didn't understand you. So when you're making your meatloaf, are you uh-huh. just adding in the uncooked grits, or do you cook them first? Either way. Okay. Okay. I put them in uncooked because the meat juices will cook them. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I needed to know. All right, Joey. Hey, thanks for the call. Right. Good good suggestion there. A filler for your meatloaf is to use grits instead of, say, crackers or bread or oatmeal like a lot of folks like to do. But So that's a make that uh, meatloaf even more southern. That, that's a good suggestion. We've got some open phone lines as we talk about grits this morning. So uh, give us a call if you'd like to join in at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven. Six seven two seven four six four. You can email the show food at mpbonline dot org. All right, so Deborah, we we're talking about some of the things you brought in two uh, grits grits dishes this morning. The first one we were talking about are the grilled grits, and so you said there was some uh, shrimp in there, mm-hmm. uh, some green onion, and some sausage in there as well. Right. <clears throat> so how did you go about? Is it similar to maybe a potato pancake where you cook them and then? Form them into the patties and, and, and finish them off on in a Skittle? Well, actually, what I did, Kevin, is I, I cooked a pot of regular grits, and I added in all the fillings that I wanted in. I added um, some white cheddar. I added a little cream, some butter, some salt and some pepper. We added the sausage and shrimp in, and I allowed that to chill. And I simply used an ice cream scooper, scooped them out into some balls, and then I froze them. Mm-hmm. Washed them off in an egg wash and some flour and deep fried them. And that was it. All right. Very good. They're very crispy. I liked uh, that was the first thing I noticed when I bit into one was that uh, that nice crispy texture to the outside. It's it's almost the consistency of maybe a hash brown or something. It, it really is. And I thought it was a, a just a yummy, different way to have some grits this morning. And I was thinking as we were talking and you were eating, I was saying it would have been wonderful if I had have had a uh, maybe an Alfredo sauce to kind of jizzle across the top to kind of finish it off. But I thought it was an interesting idea. I got up this morning feeling a little bit creative. And so not so bad. <laughs> And then uh, you also brought in a, a grit uh, casserole that was a very, very good. Uh, and it had uh, some, uh, again, the white cheddar. There was some uh, sausage in there. Did you? I wasn't sure if there was any shrimp no in that No shrimp one. in okay. that casserole. It was, it was just that, Kevin. It was the, um, I used some heavy cream, uh, the white cheddar. And it was Vermont white cheddar, which has a really interesting taste to it. Uh, it's, it's a little... Uh, stronger than the mild cheddar, mm-hmm. so you get that extra bite um, when you uh, taste it. I added in some green onions. Um, we um, 
simmered off our onions or uh, fried them up a little bit and I'd get all the oil out and then I just folded them into the grits. And then we baked this casserole dish and it was turned out to be pretty good. So. Yeah, I thought the um, the cheese really, as you said, that that sharp cheddar, uh, the white cheddar, really added a, a different kind of contrast to the taste, and, and it was really very good. Although I was fooled, I, they looked to me like dumplings. Well, uh, yeah, so on the top, up, yeah, said, oh, little tiny dumplings. <laughs> yeah, because on the top I have these really heavy slices of cheese on the top that just melted off just a little bit. So when you cut into it, you had that extra cheese on top. So absolutely. Let's get a call in before our first break, and we go to Gulfport and say good morning to great name Kevin. Hey, Kevin, it is a wonderful name. <laughs> I got two Kevins this morning. <laughs> I had a comment on our grits is or our grits are. Okay. There was an old Betty Davis movie. I cannot call up the name in my brain. But it had a line that was a running joke in my family for years. She was served a pot of grits, took one bite. The grits is cold. And so that's how we pronounced it ever since. The grits, the grits is, is cold. cold. <laughs> Y'all oh, have a good morning. All right. Thank you so much, Thanks Kevin. Thanks for the call, Kevin. So we'll go with the grits is. Uh, so that would be, again, a plural noun. So you would use the singular like pants. Well, you say a pair of pants are. I'm confused. If we have any English uh, majors out there that can help us out here, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. I'll say one thing. Your grits is are, either way, very good this morning. Thank you very much, Kevin. Grits is just one. It's one of those things, you know, it's a comfort food in and of itself. And what I really love about it, and we've already said that this morning, it can go from something very savory <laughs> to something very sweet. Um, and it is, uh, you know, whether you having polenta, which is a heavier grit, something that you would find in most Italian dishes, or if you're doing what we do here in the South, that finer, softer grit that's just really pairs really well with a little butter and salt. I just love grits. We need to take a break. When we get back, we've got some open phone lines. If you'd like to join in about our discussion about grits this morning, the number is one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven. 672-7464. Send an email to food at mpbonline.org. We'll be back with more Deep South Dining after this short break. Support for MPB comes from C Spire Business Solutions, helping businesses move into the future with next-generation fiber optic internet access. More at 855-C-SPIRE-2. C Spire, customer-inspired. I'm Debbie Miner, host of Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit on MPB Think Radio. Each week we discuss topics that have to do with keeping you in the best shape of your life or getting you in better shape one step at a time. From healthier eating to exercise routines to supplements and knowing how to read the signals that your body is showing you, Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit is here to help Mississippians feel their absolute best. Listen to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit this morning at 11 on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. Today we are talking about grits. And thanks to the Internet, we had a caller, Kevin from, uh, I think it was Gulfport, said that uh, his family's favorite uh, quote about grits came from a movie he could not remember the name. If I did my search correctly, that was 1941's The Little Foxes, and those grits 
is cold. So, oh, wow. Like I said, it, it, I'm so happy that we finally have, uh, we have two little Chromebooks here in the studio with us, and so it makes me look intelligent. Uh, never, though, would I claim that I knew that, but I do know how to type <laughs> in things, and so we found that online. So thanks for your call, Kevin, and we were able to track down that. The Little Foxes was that movie that you were thinking of. Looks like we got a couple more callers on the line, so let's return to the phones. And Jackson Mitchell is on the line. Good morning, Mitchell. Good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. Um, I have an old recipe from a, an old baker who was a professional baker, and it's for a cake, and it's in percent. It's in, uh, you know, it says like uh, vanilla 2% and flour a certain percent and butter a certain percent. But I don't, how do I, how do I, how does that work? And I have no idea. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't really, I don't think I have ever heard of that. Yeah, I've never, I've never had a recipe that it was broken down in percentages. You know, usually when you receive recipes, it says, you know, a fourth of a cup of something or a half a cup of something. And it may have, uh, so that's really interesting. So guess what Kevin is doing for you? He's Googling it. <laughs> and we're going to find out in just a second. All right, let's see here. Um... Keep chatting. Let me see if I can. <laughs> so can you tell me more about the recipe? What else is in this recipe? Mitchell, we accidentally lost you. If you give us a call back, uh, we will pick that up. Uh, so let's do this. Let me read uh, what we've got. Mitchell, sorry we dropped your call uh, accidentally. Give us a call back and we'll continue that because that really is an interesting thing. Yeah. I have never heard of that, but we'll see if we can't figure something out. In the meantime, let's go to Daniel, who's called in from Mobile. Good morning, Daniel. Hey, good morning, Daniel. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. Oh, this a little bit of information I'd like to share, you know, in case radio listeners didn't know, but I lived in Canada for seven years, and they did not know what grits are. Well, you know, that's really funny because there are literally people in uh, other parts of this um, United States that don't really know what grits are. Yeah. Uh, the- they, well, <clears throat> they do have a, a grit, but they don't call it grits. They call it polenta in Canada. Right. So I'm going around to all these different stores, you know, trying to find grits. And I got plenty of oatmeal and stuff, but, you know, someone had told me that polenta, that's basically <laughs> grits. So I grabbed me some, and polenta is actually just grits. Polenta is, is grits. And, yeah. I just want to share that little information with you guys and let you know about it. So, Well, you know um, what's really funny, um, uh, Daniel, when I first went to Detroit to visit some relatives there, um, and I wanted grits, and they were like, what's grits? And they were pulling out cream of wheat, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, no thank you. <laughs> I had a person in Canada actually question, what are grits? Is it porridge? Oh my! Yeah, this is a really All right. Well, well. Thanks for the call, I Daniel. Yeah, I appreciate you guys letting me call, and uh, I appreciate. I like the show, and uh, keep it up. All Thank right. you so much. Thanks Daniel. very much, uh, Mitchell. If you're still listening, if you're going to call back, it's interesting. Uh, the, the, apparently, a baker's percentage is. Uh, let me see. Where did I find that? Uh, um, it 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 it's a percentage of the weight. It's it looks very complicated here. I had something, but I can't see. Here we go. <clears throat> uh, in using Baker's percentage, each ingredient in a formula is expressed as a percentage of the flour weight, and the flour weight is always expressed as one hundred percent. Most American bakers who've been baking professionally for a couple of decades or more will remember when the only scale in most shops was a balance beam scale and when liquids were almost always measured in gallon pitchers, not weight. Although balance beam scales are still widely used, more and more bakers are turning to electronic scales for weight uh, and gallon pitchers are giving way to liquids that are weighted along with the dry ingredients. So this, uh, if you'll do a, a search... Uh, you can find out some more information. This looks really, really confusing, and it looks like I think he mentioned it was an old recipe, so it kind of looks like something that uh, maybe was was popular at one time, but certainly most of us use you know cups and and uh, teaspoons and tablespoons and that kind of thing. Yeah, and I guess that that again, Kevin would separate those of us who are foodies uh, from those who are spend many hours uh, becoming culinary uh, chefs and bakers. You know, there's a lot of science to go to it, and you know, it's what we talk about here a lot of times. It's a great way to teach your children math. I'm still learning so many amazing things about cooking and the techniques and the rules. And uh, so it's really wonderful 
way to uh, learn about the world that you live in is simply by getting in the kitchen. And what a great uh, way to start the morning off, learning math. <laughs> so, Mitchell, got you back on the line. Sorry for dumping you there, but uh, glad to have you back. Did you hear what we were talking about, the, the baker's percentage? I did, yes. And I, you know, in this day and age, I'm, I'm sure a Google search would have answered my question. But, you know, you're, I'm driving along, so I'm not able to do that. And I heard you guys and thought I would call up. Um, I can tell you one good thing, though, about, the, uh, about polenta versus grits. They're actually not identical. Um, polenta is typically yellow, and it's just ground corn that has been dried, whereas grits are, is ground hominy. And hominy is when you take corn and you soak it in a lye solution and it expands. And then they dry hominy and they grind that so that so the two are actually not identical. Right. The the hominy or the grits that we traditionally eat here are a lot finer where polenta is a lot more coarse in texture and the taste is a little different as well. It actually doesn't have anything to do with the grind. They can be ground the same. It's what is being ground that's different. In polenta, they're grinding whole dried corn. And in grits, they're grinding whole dried hominy. Right. So it's, a, it's similar, but they're not exactly the same. But they can be ground to the same, uh, you know, to the same texture or the same consistency. All right, Mitchell, thanks for calling back. Thank you say, so much. If, if you would, Google that because it, uh, it sounds interesting, but it does sound complicated. Hopefully, maybe you can uh, find a way to convert that old recipe. So um, <clears throat> this is a Deep South Dining. We're talking about grits this morning. We're looking for your comments and questions. The number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven. 672-7464, or you can send us an email. It's food at mpbonline.org. So I have n- never cooked grits, um, so I'm completely clueless. Um, do you find them in on the grocery aisle? And I mean, where do you where do you find grits in the grocery store? Well, they're normally going to be, uh, Kevin, where your cereal, your breakfast items are, uh, not usually next door to your oatmeal. They're usually side by side in most grocery stores. Um, and because it is a hot cereal and, uh, and in terms of preparing them, Kevin, what, for me, the thing is to, uh, to boil my water to make sure that it's really hot. I may add a little bit of salt in the water prior to, and then I'm going to measure out usually it depends on how many people I'm serving, but we'll say a cup of grit. I always want to add them in the water as if it almost looks like it's raining. Uh, I don't want to just dump it all in there at one time. I want to just kind of let it fall like a, a waterfall or rain and stirring the whole time because that will help you to avoid getting lumps in your grits. And the whole, you know, and then I'm stirring the whole time again to avoid the sticking and and because you want them nice and and creamy. You don't want lumpy grits when you're done. So and and, and then it usually takes about five minutes, Kevin, um, for the grits that we use. That uh, the and once that's done, you can add your butter in, a little salt and pepper. Uh, if you want to add other items in, like uh, for me, I like to add flavor. So you may want to add some onions in. You want to add some, uh, some like we did this morning, some sausage. Um, you can add mushrooms. I mean, grits really pair well with so many amazing things. Uh, there's even one dish that I use that we uh, add in a can of cream corn to the grits. Uh, to add that extra texture to it, a little bit of cheese, you bake that off, it's absolutely delicious. So there are just so many things that you can do with grits. So when, you, uh, when you've got them in the boiling water and you're stirring there, uh, is it just a consistency that you're looking for for the doneness, or how do you know when they're done? Well, a- actually, there is a consistency to the doneness, Kevin. You want those grits to fluff up on you. Uh, and, because, and if you cook them too fast, what you notice is you'll get a graininess from the grits, what you're really looking for is a nice tender bite in your grit. You don't want that tough, uh, grindy, grainy uh, texture in your grits. If you find that you've done that and you, you know, and you simply need to add just a little bit more liquid, whether it's for me, it would probably be some uh, milk or cream, uh, and then just reduce the heat and continue to stir until those grits have fluffed up really nice for you. So you said in the boiling water, do you cut the heat back a little bit as you as you stir the grits and as they cook? Or I mean, because I know sometimes when something's on high like that, I you know you 
boils over and that kind of thing. It's to me, it's a little bit hard to watch it. So do you maybe cut down the heat a little bit? Yes, usually about halfway through, Kevin, I'm going to reduce the heat as I'm stirring. And one of the things that happens is while you're stirring, uh, you have to be very careful because you know grits will pop up and they can stick and, and burn. So yeah, by reducing the heat, you can avoid some of that. Um, happening to you while you're trying to prepare your grits. But yeah, reducing the heat is, is um, uh, something that I usually do about about two minutes in. I kind of reduce the heat a little bit, but I'm still stirring uh, for me during the whole process. Just checking the grits, making sure that they're not sticking to the bottom of the pan, and just checking for the fluffiness of the grit itself. But this does sound like something that you don't leave i mean you need to sort of monitor as you're as you're cooking them well you know uh, you can step away from them for a second or so but you you know grits cook very quickly it doesn't take a long time to cook them and so my concern is never wanting to burn them because you they can scorch really quickly uh, you know in your pan so for me it's the the constant um, stirring allows me to to uh, constantly check the consistency to make sure that i don't have any lumps or anything in my grits um, so uh, what about instant grits? I mean, is that similar to maybe quick cook, cooking oatmeal? It's sort of the same thing. It's just a quicker. You know, you can th- quick. You can have now just put them in the microwave for a minute and you're good to go. Personally, I like the grits that we have to, you know, cook on the stove and boil a little bit because the, the taste for me is, is just different. Uh, but it just really depends on, you know, how, you know, how busy you are and what you want to do in that in that period of time. This is Deep South Dining. We're talking about grits this morning. Give us a call if you'd like to join in. We've got some open phone lines. One eight seven seven MPB ring. Our phone number is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Send an email to food at mpbonline dot org. All right. So um, you've talked about if they're lumpy, maybe um, or to add a little more liquid to, to add a little bit more liquid to it, Kevin, to it. And if, and if you find that there is a lump or, or you know a few lumps in, you can simply take a fork and while you're stirring and just kind of, um, you know, shift those lumps out of uh, your grits. And most of the time that will usually work. The thing is, is to make sure that from the very beginning of the water is hot enough, because if the water is cold when you pour them in, you have a greater chance of creating um, lumps and to make sure that you're stirring. And again, if you just simply allow those grits to pour into the water, like a waterfall or rain, they instead of just dumping them all in, you won't have to worry about trying to, you know, get the lumps out. Um, what about if they are too runny? What's the uh, solution if your grits are, t- are too runny? Well, one of the things that you can do, Kevin, is take some of the liquid out. Uh, but if you realize that they're done and uh, there's too much, um, I have gone back in and added more grits and just you know allowed it to cook a little bit longer to thicken it up. That's one of my quick solutions for doing that. But also, I think if this is, you know, my I'm just sort of using my experience cooking oatmeal, which I don't know is how much <laughs> accurate that is. But I know that the longer you, I mean, that's what when you cook, the water is absorbed. I mean, the milk or the water, whatever. So perhaps if they're too runny, possibly cooking them for just a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, just reduce the heat a little bit and allow them to simmer off. And that will take care of the problem as well. We've got a caller from Oxford. Is it uh, Georgiana? Yes. Hey, hey Georgiana. Good morning. good morning. Good morning. I'm so glad to hear y'all talking about fresh stone ground grit. <laughs> what do you have for us this morning, sweetie? Well, I am a miller here in Mississippi. Oh, wow. And I wow. have locally grown corn and mill quite a bit for a lot of restaurants. So I'm happy to hear that it's, you know, it's starting to be like a virus. <laughs> in a very healthy way. <laughs> I don't know how anybody could not love grits. You know, and it's it's so many wonderful experiences that we have growing up here in Mississippi. And I think that uh, Southerners have the most uh, sophisticated taste buds of anybody in the world because we grew up with all these amazing staples. Uh, and then you go to places like New York or California or you go to Atlanta and you go to these restaurants, Kevin, and then they become high-end menu mm-hmm. uh, items, and it's things that we, so many times, we just take for granted here. It's just amazing to me. Oh, it's just, you know, it's a huge difference what's come out, and, and when you have fresh milk product, um, how well it grabs your seasonings and and uh, and how these chefs and yourself can, you know, just really make them dance into 
marvelous different meals and different textures and um, it's just a, to me a, a neat little something to have in your cupboard because you can always make something out of them. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Georgiana, if, uh, tell us a little bit more about your business. Uh, you, you, you... Um, well, I can barely hear you. <laughs> I, uh, I've been in business for 16 years. Uh, I fresh do fresh stone ground grits. My husband restored a 1910 grist mill that we found in the weeds. Wow. And he put in a sack of corn and showed me where cornmeal came from. <laughs> and, and we ran that machine, you know, every couple of months to keep everything oiled. And, uh, you know, by the grace of God, a chef happened to show up and he got some cornmeal and really loved it. And they were making the movement of farm to plate and um, asked me if he could buy it. I, my husband farmed cotton and soybeans, and you know we were like, "Well, this was just a hobby, you know, <laughs> having to come down on the right day." And um, well, he got some cornmeal, and then someone asked for grits, and now I do grits, cornmeal, corn flour, which is maza, and polenta, mm. and I fresh meal. I just had a grind yesterday. I take I have 140 restaurants, wow. and they're all pretty much chef owned. And they, you know, I take their orders on a Friday. I mail it Sunday, and they're getting it today. I'm wow. out delivering Mississippi at this moment. That is fantastic. When Before you get off the line, would you please leave my producer, Jonas, your information? Um, because I have some friends that would love to talk to you. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I do have a website, if you don't mind me giving that out. No, go ahead. It is www.gritgirl.net. All right. Well, thank you so much, Georgiana. And you have. No, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I love to hear talking farm to table and, and, and how the housewife can be just as good as a five star chef. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> thank we're going to put you back on hold. If you could leave some contact information, we would certainly appreciate it. Uh, we need to take another break. When we get back, Dudley's on the line. We'll talk to him, and we're looking for your calls about grits this morning on Deep South Dining. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can send an email, food at mpbonline.org. We'll be back with more of the program after this. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. Hey, y'all, I'm Felder Rushing. Ain't it a great day? Now, my truck stands out around town. A garden in the back will do that. You can make your car truck stand out with the new MPB Car Tag. MPB Car Tag. It's a great way to show your support for MPB. Visit mpbonline.org and sign up for yours today. Woohoo! This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. I'm Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends, and we're talking about grits today. We've got some open phone lines if you'd like to join in at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can also send an email to food at mpbonline.org. Dudley's on the line from Calhoun County this morning. Good morning, Dudley. Hey, good morning, Dudley. Hi. 
eat out in Starkville a great deal, and this one restaurant, they serve quite frequently, um, like baked fish and other things, on a bed of grits. Hmm. And it is really great. I had, do all restaurants do this? I haven't eaten out at one. I've certainly, you know, shrimp and grits, I've heard of that. But grits are delightful with other things. Oh, absolutely. It is. Um, it's a dish that I've served to guests uh, many times before. Uh, and actually, uh, quite recently, um, for those of you who know that I uh, host at Bravo's and Kevin and I were just talking about that, I'll be going back to the kitchen uh, very uh, shortly. They're going to be training me there. But that is also a dish that you may find in many Italian restaurants where um, fish is served on a bed of polenta. Uh, and it's a very wonderful, wonderful uh, dish to have. Uh, but grits pair well with so many things. If you can imagine, you know, closing your eyes and seeing a wonderful bed of uh, polenta or grits and some grilled salmon and a nice um, butter sauce on top with some asparagus. I mean, it's just yummy dish to have. Oh, I, I agree. Thanks so much. And Dougley, before you hang up, I'm going to tell you, I never thought that I would actually hear somebody or know somebody whose real name was Dougley. Dougley happens to be one of my favorite angels in the movie, uh, The Preacher's Wife. Uh, Whitney Houston played the preacher's wife and the angel, and I just fell in love with Dougley. So many blessings to you. (laughs) Oh, thank you. All right. so much. You're welcome. Enjoy your show. Thanks for the Thank call. Thank you. You know, I think that's right. It's kind of a neutral flavor, and I think that's why grits goes so well with so many different things is that it really kind of blends in well and, you know, adds a little bit of texture and some extra flavor. And uh, and that's interesting. I had not heard of other fish as well, but like I said, if it works for shrimp, uh, it would be a great bed for some other oh, things red, also. Red fish pairs <laughs> extremely well, uh, Kevin, with grits. But yeah, you can take it from something very sweet to something very savory. Let's move next to uh, Darlene, who's called in from Mobile. Good morning, Darlene. Hey, good morning, Darlene. Whoa, I had to get my work gloves off here while I'm talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, what I want to know is, where do you get coarse ground grits anymore? I can't stand these little fine things that are like cream of wheat. Well, that's one of the reasons why we were asking Georgiana to leave her information uh, with us. She actually owns a, a meal that she grinds uh, ground up fresh corn. So uh, we can share that information with you. Oh, uh, great. And I believe it was uh-huh. gritgirl.com. Net. Dot net. I think she said net, yeah. And you can reach out to her, and she has a variety of uh, farm-to-table products that she produces, and mm-hmm. I can't wait to get some things from, from her. Yes. All right, now that's uh, gritgirl what? Dot net. Dot net. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right, need that. Thank right. you. <laughs> Thanks for the call this morning. Uh, let's continue on. Next, we've got Joe from Ripley. Good morning, Joe. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, when I was growing up, we didn't eat grits because we'd have to go to the store and buy those. <laughs> but uh, my mother used uh, cornmeal and co- used cooked the cornmeal just like you would grits and called it mush. <laughs> uh, it's a little different taste, but if you don't have the grits, that was the second that was the alternative well believe it or not um joe i've actually had mush my grandmother and it's amazing you know um i tell people all the time mother wit is in a truly a a gift and you know when economic times were different uh people became very creative and you took what you had and you made it delicious for your family and so um to have some of those staples and, and bring back so many amazing memories. Because uh, I would go to the refrigerator or the cupboards, and I was like, there's no food here. And magically, my grandmother could come out with an entire meal. And so women like your mom and my grandmother are just, um, they're just absolutely amazing gifts to all well, of us. When you uh, fr- fry your country ham and make streaky gravy, you would call it, or sawmill gravy, Put a little gravy on top of it, you, you, you wouldn't know what it was. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Joe, thanks for the call. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. I would imagine maybe it's a little coarser, a little... I'm uh, sure it probably is a little... Uh, the taste is actually a little bit more grainier mm-hmm. in and of itself uh, because it was not ground down, to, you know, for that purpose. You know, of course, that's what we make cornbread from. Uh, but to be able to cook it down really softly, Kevin, and to be able to serve it, um, you know, it's amazing what people will do uh, to create delicious dishes. 
We've got another caller on the line. We're going to Laurel as we say good morning to Ed. Morning. Let me turn my radio off here. All right. I was just going to tell a story. Uh, I was flying from, uh, anyway, a couple got on a plane in, in uh, Birmingham, flying to Atlanta, and then they're flying back to, to uh, Boston. They were talking about how glad they'd get back. They would like to get back to Boston because living in Alabama, all Alabama had was football and grits. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had to say. <laughs> all right, Ed. Thanks for the call. That's, uh, you know, that's... I that's, mean, what else do you need in your world, that's right? right. There's nothing wrong with that. So, um, <clears throat> you know, it's interesting. I, and like I said, I didn't grow up eating grits. And uh, my introduction to it was uh, my sister-in-law's sister used to make uh, shrimp and grits for Thanksgiving dinner every year. And for the first couple of years, it's like, nah. And then I like shrimp. So finally, I, I tasted it and I, I really enjoy it now. And so that's, I would say... Uh, sometimes be adventurous with the food, and, and you never know what you, you will taste that you thought you might not like that you end up enjoying, and that's something that you can you know then enjoy later on with uh, different recipes and things. I am always amazed that people will say, oh, I don't like that, and I say, well, have you ever tried it? And they go, no. And I say, well, how do you know if you don't <laughs> like something if you've never tried it? So absolutely. Uh, next, let's invite our friend Timothy in from Louisiana this morning. Hello, Timothy. Hey, Timothy. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Always good to hear your voice. It's Indigenous Peoples Day, you know. <laughs> All right. It is. And I'd like to point out that grits is an indigenous food. You know, there was no polenta until corn went to Europe from the Americas, you know. Mm-hmm. And and we've been eating this indigenous food without appreciating who gave it to us, you know. Right. Or more accurately, who we stole it from. <laughs> uh, Timothy, what, what's your favorite way to eat grits? Um, I like them buttered and salt and pepper and a little bit of ketchup and mixed in with scrambled eggs. Uh-huh. Ah. That sounds you know? good. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, I'm an old guy now, and I can't just eat like I used to eat, so... What I do, I have oatmeal instead of grits in the morning now. Sometimes I have grits, you know... Um, I'll cook them, refrigerate them, and then fry them later with what I'm going to have, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you can cut them in little pieces, and, you know, if you, like, put it in a cookie pan, mm-hmm. you know, after you cook them and, and let them spread out, and then you can just cut them with a cookie cutter and throw them into some butter in your pan, and they'll cook just like, you know, wonderful. Right. Well, believe it or not, uh, Timothy, we actually had some fried grits in here this morning. How oh, aren't you fortunate? <laughs> I'm going to teach my name to Kevin. <laughs> All right, uh, Timothy, always good, to hear, always good to hear from you. Thanks for the call. Uh, we got a, one other call before our last break, and this goes to Ann and Clinton. Good morning, Ann. Good morning. I, uh, my children eat it with, with sugar or whatever they want to eat it with. Uh, I've also eaten it with hot pepper cheese. But my question is this. When they go to scout camp sometimes, they have to do like the Indians used to do, and they come home and tell me about uh, hominy, which is then, as the gentleman said, treated and then ground up and made grits. I've always I thought what I bought in the grocery store was ground up corn. So is there a difference in a hominy grit and a grit? It is, it is still corn. The the base of grits is always going to be corn. Uh, it is just the process in which the corn is treated is different. And as our caller stated earlier, um, you know, where uh, polenta goes through um, just a grinding process and the hominy has been uh treated with a, I believe he said a live product, Kevin, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's grinded. So that's why you get the much finer texture and the and the bleached out color uh, from the grit is because of the process that it's gone through. Okay. Is the hominy, is that a particular type of corn? Um, no. No. It's a it's it's something you make out of corn. Again, I'm I've got my my uh, browser open here, and according to Wikipedia, we all love that. Wikipedia. Uh, it says to make hominy, field corn is dried, then treated by soaking and cooking the grain in a dilute solution of lye, uh, slacked lime, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, it's it, it, hominy is is it's just the process, a process by which right. corn is prepared. But it's 
field corn, you're saying, probably what would be fed to the horses or something. Yeah, the beginning is always going to be corn. Okay. All righty. Thanks, Ann, for the call. We need to take one final break this hour. We've been talking about grits this morning. Still have some open phone lines if you'd like to call in and add your voice. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven. 672-7464. You can email the show food at mpbonline.org. We'll be back to wrap up our discussion on grits after this break. and music is mpb music radio from classical to bluegrass and everything in between mpb music radio has a sound for every ear for information on where to find mpb music radio visit mpbonline.org how do you know if you're in the middle class well in the u.s middle class usually is some variation of if you're not scraping by you actually can consume I'm Audie Cornish. A look at how what Americans buy defines who they are, plus analysis of the second presidential debate later on All Things Considered from NPR News. Today at 4 on NPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We're talking about grits this morning. Got a little bit of time left in the show and some open phone lines, so if you'd like to call in, it's one eight seven seven mpb ring our phone number is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Send an email to food at mpbonline.org. So, Deborah, we talked earlier about your uh, fried grits that you brought us in, and then I think you said you cooked the grits, uh, you added all the extra yummy stuff to it, and then you uh, did, froze them, or, or did you shape them first and then freeze them? I can't remember. I actually um, chilled the grits first. Chilled them, chilled them, mm-hmm. okay. And then I took a, a tiny little ice cream scooper and I scooped them out and um, created these nice little balls. And then I uh, did an egg wash, Kevin, and some flour. And into my flour, I added a little salt, pepper, and some other spices. And then I uh, took these frozen balls and dipped them in an egg wash, rolled them in our flour, and we dipped them. I fried them in uh, coconut oil, Kevin. Um, And I think they turned out to be a pretty yummy treat. Again, I'm, you know, I'm going to go home and play with it a little bit. One of the things that um, I'm excited to uh, share with everybody is that Cooking with Honey and Friends is going online. We should go live, I'm hoping, by next Monday. And so you'll be able to find these recipes along with some other items, but you'll find us at uh, honeyscooking.com. And so you'll be able to find these recipes and pull them because I needed to be able to figure out a way to share things uh, more fluidly with everybody that has been tuning in. So again, that it's going to be honeyscooking.com. So check us out. Look for us next Monday. All right. Where do you find those little tiny shrimp? Um, you can find those. You know, they're just cocktail shrimp. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> is that what is that? That's actually my phone. <laughs> Okay. Well, I was look. I was looking at different things. Your phone is ringing. Your phone is ringing. But no, that's actually my phone over there ringing. I normally mute my phone, and I forgot to. So I kept thinking, is the milkman at the front door? What the heck? That was funny because you had your phone out to help us with the honey and friends thing, and it started ringing. And I'm thinking, and you're looking at your phone. I'm like, well, it's ringing. Do something about it. And then I thought, of course, you know, we've got comedian Sharita Brent in the house, and so you know, there's going to be a joke in a minute. But that was hilarious, Kevin. All right, so my bad. I normally uh, do have my phone, so, 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 phone on silent, but I did not this morning. So uh, we got a couple calls to get to. Let's start uh, in Virginia. Is called in from Tupelo. Good morning, Virginia. 
Good morning. Good morning. What do you have for us? I was going to give you a quick idea for grits, which I really enjoy. Okay. Um, elderly, live alone, and with my vegetables, I like to eat healthy, but I love my cornbread. And instead of having to make cornbread and having bread left over, I have done several times. I opened up me a package of quickie grits, a minute and 15 seconds in the microwave, and I eat those in the place of cornbread with all my vegetables. Uh-huh. And it's, it's real tasty that way. It just I can use it as cornbread. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, one of the best quiche I think I've ever eaten is the uh, real smooth uh, grits and jalapeno and cheese and little piece of maybe fresh tomato and eggs that you make quiche with and pour it in a pie crust. Oh wow! That sounds interesting. Adding the the key uh, the uh, the the grits to the quiche that sounds really good. That thickens it up and it makes it cut real pretty. Now I haven't made that myself, but I have eaten it at uh, different at different times, you know. And it's the best quiche that I've ever eaten. All right, oh, that sounds yummy, Virginia. Thanks for the call. Good suggestions there. We'll end the show. Our friend Marlou is on the line. Good morning, Marlou. Good morning, Marlou. Guten Morgen. Guten Morgen. Um, since moving to the south from Europe, um, one of my favorite things to eat is cheese grits. Oh, yeah. oh yes, indeed. <laughs> I have that. I'm a happy girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the ones that you can buy in a store. They come six to a box. They're little individual ones. I like those. They're, they're pretty good, and I especially like the cheese grits. All right. Wonderful show. Enjoyed. Auf Wiederhören. All right, Mularlu. Good to hear from you. Thank you so much. There's nothing like some creamy, cheesy grits, Kevin. I mean, and I can have them any time of the day. Now, we got about a minute left. So with cheese, this morning on your casserole, you basically had the cheese kind of layered on top. Can you also mix the cheese There's in? There's actually cheese stirred into the grits themselves, okay. along with the sausage and the green onions. And then I just layered the cheese on top uh, to give, you know, for aesthetic purposes for the most part and give you that extra taste. But absolutely, high grits, melted butter, some creamy, yummy cheese in there. And, uh, you know, and I like the white cheddars, um, uh, pepper jack cheeses. It just, you know, just go for it. And and the, the guest was talking about adding vegetables, but, mm-hmm. you know, adding in some vegetables to your grits is always a wonderful way to have them. Fish, your pork chops. I mean, there's nothing that you cannot pair with grits, Kevin. Uh, something as wonderful as golden pears cooked down over a bed of grits is a wonderful way to have them. So... Just have fun with your grits. Be, yeah. be advantageous. Easy to bake in the kitchen and, and a lot of fun to experiment with. Hey, we had a lot of great calls this morning. We appreciate everyone calling in and being a part of the show. Deep South Dining is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, funded by generous contributions for listeners like you. Our show is produced by Jonas Adams, and our call screener today was Jay White. For Deborah Hunter, and I'm Kevin Farrell, inviting you to stay tuned. Up next to Tenants, Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey. That's followed by Southern Remedy at 11. We'll be back next Monday at 9 for another Deep South Dining. It's heard only on MBB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.